Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our vision of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson. So put your thinking cap on, because school is now in session. My guest today is a 21-year-old college dropout who has already sold one e-commerce business. He also started a talent management agency where he represents Disney stars, YouTubers, and online personalities. He is the founder of Signature, a branding consultancy that equips individuals, teams, and organizations with the tools and strategies needed to succeed online by combining brand development with creative services in a way that increases sales and profits. And mostly recently, something I really want to talk about today is his new company, Snap. And Bogdan is my guest today, Bogdan Padua. And you will recognize him from episode 62, I believe, jordanparis.com slash EP62 for what I believe was an hour and 15 minute interview and got some positive reviews on that one. And we are back today with Bogdan. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me again. Of course. Okay. So we're going to talk about Oh Snap. It's a great name and it's like so much better than the than the than the products related to it like those oh, yeah. those snap pop things sockets. on the back of the phone the pop sockets, pop sockets. Mm-hmm. but here here's here's my question and and the only reason like i don't know that i would get one because it makes me more attached to my phone mm. right like point. we're becoming more of a it's a great yeah. it's a like the the website is amazing it's amazing mm-hmm. and it's and it's a very sharp product and it looks like very high quality and it seems mm-hmm. like people are liking it but do you, yeah. are you afraid it become you, we become more of cyborgs with it you know i'm not afraid i i don't think i can take responsibility for that because i i, be, I truly believe people are becoming more and more attached to their phones period you know you see the pop sockets you see the phone cases we're on something all the time that's not a fear of mine you know that's not uh, I spend 99% of my time chasing opportunity, chasing what's possible, and maybe 1% of the time focusing on what I have to lose and what's the downside. I, I even approach money management that way. You know, I, I probably wouldn't be the be- best financial advisor because I don't have, like, I don't budget anything. I don't ha- I don't look at my expenses. I barely look at my credit card bill because I'm looking at how much opportunity there is out there. So that's a similar mindset that I've adopted when it comes to different businesses. And, you know, I worrying about... Um, worrying about whether I'll make someone more attached to their phone. I, I don't think that's very productive, but you know, there's only, only time will tell. We'll see. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you're really a serial entrepreneur at this point, if you weren't already and you've had several businesses and you have several, and mm-hmm. I'd argue that this is probably your most innovative, right? Sure. What did the creative process look like for this product and 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 yes explain a little bit more of your philosophy behind it and, sure. and what it is because i'm so curious yeah. 
Yeah, so, so I'm so glad we're talking about this, Jordan, because I haven't told this story at all. And I think there's a lot more to it than what meets the eye. So uh, just to fill your listeners in, I posted a couple highlights. I posted a couple sizzle reels on my social pages, just driving traffic from my closely knit immediate network to the site where they can purchase an OSNAP. And if you haven't already, certainly I encourage you to go to OSNAP.com, O-H-S-N-A-P.com to get yours today. But the story behind it is a little bit more interesting. So I actually, in full transparency, I can't take 100% credit for the design of the product. I can take very little, none. That's how, that's how little credit I can personally take for the design of the product. So I didn't invent the product, but I've teamed up with the inventor of the product. And alongside my business partner, we're teaming up. We're handling sales and marketing, and we're bringing the product to market. So this guy is really interesting. And I think we can tie this perhaps into LinkedIn and relationship building and the, 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 the importance of building your network because OSNAP and my involvement with it today as a one of the founding partners, as a, a partner in the business, stemmed from a relationship from LinkedIn. So the founder, the actual inventor of the product, his name is Dale Backus. There's, he has a really interesting story. He founded Small HD. So if you're familiar with these videographers, they have um, these little screens, these little screens attached to their camera, and it gives them obviously a better view of what they're filming. Now, he co-founded uh, Small HD several years ago. He went to school here locally and he launched the business. He ran it. He sold it, had a really good exit there. Now it's a 40 plus million dollar company and he works for the brand. Now the last several years, I want to say the better half of a decade now, he's been working on OSNAP and ultimately he's a product designer. That's not something I can do. That's, that's not something I feel my time is best spent doing. What I'm good at is taking an idea and then getting it from point A to point B as quickly as possible with the least amount of effort. That's why people pull me in. So we, when I say we, my business partner and I uh, sparked a relationship with him that started on LinkedIn. And then we just started engaging with him. We started connecting with him. And he knew that he was going to need marketing support. So he approached us and we were thinking about having him perhaps retain us to handle all of his marketing. And then very quickly, as we learned more, as he learned more about our background, he said, you know what, I could really use a lot of support, which is then when he said, you know what, I want you guys in as partners on this. I can't do this alone. I'm the product inventor. I'm not the sales. I'm not the marketing. I Ultimately, that's what runs a business. That's what's going to make money. And I need people in who can go at risk with me, who can really go all in. So um, that's what I'm responsible for with my business partner, Matt. Um, and it's been a, truly a blessing and an honor. And it's a really exciting project that, like you said, Jordan, is one of the most exciting things that I'm working on simply because of the market size. Everyone has a phone. Who doesn't need more control? Who There's not a single person on the face of this earth who enjoys dropping their phone and breaking their screen. You know, no one. There's a, there's a problem there, right? And it, it begs, there are several questions, obviously, that it begs, but that's the, the 30,000 foot view of where it is today. This is not something I'm just kind of a little dipping my toes in. Like we're all in. We are on the ground. We are doing whatever it takes uh, to make this business successful. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned it, but I may I may have missed it. What was the context in which you met the founder, the creator? My business on, on LinkedIn, Dan. right? On LinkedIn, exactly. Yes, so he, but but I, but like, yeah. was it just? I mean, how did it arise? Was there a previous relationship that you guys had built? 
You know, there, there wasn't. So it started with my business partner reaching out to Dale. So part of what we do at Signature, and there's like, we have a sub brand underneath our full service digital agency and it's called Get Me Meetings. And at Get Me Meetings, what we do is we make it really simple and really easy to generate sales leads using LinkedIn and email. So we have been, obviously we're, we're our own case study. We practice what we preach and what we serve for our clients. So we do a lot of aggressive outreach at scale on LinkedIn. And it just so happened that Dale, the inventor of the product uh, was on the receiving end of some of that outreach from my business partner's account. So they started engaging, they started talking, they met in person for coffee or they met at the office and just kind of got to know each other. Um, and then very quickly, once they realized, hey, there's a lot of opportunity here, there's a lot of things that we could collaborate on, they pulled me into the conversation, and we've just been flying ever since. So it's quite, it's amazing how quickly things can move when you have the right people in the right environment. Fantastic. So you have several different ventures going on right now, and yep. you're you're still 21, right? I got I'm that right. 20, I turned 22 okay. May 3rd, so next month. Gotcha. <laughs> when people ask what you do then how do you answer that sure so it depends on who i'm talking to and i think this is really important uh that uh, i'm sure a lot of people would have just like given you what they say all the time but i always um, i take a lot of pride in this i'm, I'm very glad that i've developed this skill over time but it, whenever i hear a question from someone i always think why are they asking it? Before I even think of what my answer will be, I almost reverse engineer. I think, so what is it that they're asking and why are they asking that question? And oftentimes I'll respond to that question and either ask them a question or I'll just say, is the reason you're asking that because X, Y, and Z? And then they'll be like, yeah, you're absolutely right. And then I'll be able to answer that question a little differently. That doesn't necessarily apply to what you're talking about. You're just asking about a general open-ended, what do you do, Bogdan? Tell me about yourself. That's a little bit different, but more often than not, I tell people that I make it really simple and easy to generate sales leads using LinkedIn and email. So that's like the kind of the overarching thing. And then if someone's, let's say, a product designer or they do something else, then I'll tailor that a little bit. And I say I fuse my expertise and experience in sales and marketing to increase sales and profits. So a lot of times people, and we can maybe, I don't know, even dive into sales philosophy, but a lot of times people just say what they do without connecting what they do to the desired outcome. So that's what do you always mean by that? So for example, like I just said, I fuse sales and marketing in a way that yeah. increases sales and profit. I could just say, I'm a marketing guy. I can do sales. No, I do marketing and sales in a way that will increase your bottom line, which is what you ultimately care about. So that one liner, my sense, when someone asks me what I do, I have four seconds to really grab their attention. And if I've done my job well, by the end of that, they're going to say, how do you do that? Tell me a little bit more. You see what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm curious, have you been doing speaking engagements lately? Um, speaking engagements, I've done, uh, I've done a couple, for example. So when you say speaking engagements, uh, on a personal level, just Bogdan Padua speaking, I have not done as much. Uh, however, I have done quite a bit of public speaking. For example, uh, Prudential uh, had uh, me come out uh, alongside my, my business partner and our team. And we gave a full presentation on what we do on LinkedIn and how it can ultimately uh, help their organization meet some of their end goals. So I'm doing a lot of that. I've been on uh, several podcasts since you and I spoke last. So I'm definitely getting my reps in. As far as actual speaking engagements, uh, where it's just me, I've actually been offered a couple that I, it's hard for me to say, and I wish it weren't the case, but I've had to turn down simply because the timing wasn't right. All the different um, variables weren't 
uh, weren't conducive to a productive engagement that didn't come at the expense of some of the other things I'm working on. So I've had to kind of turn those down, but I'm doing whatever it takes to get those reps in. Right. Protecting time wealth. Is that what you're alluding to? You know, your, your time is best served working on your projects rather than say a speaking engagement. Is, is that what you're saying? Exactly. Now, if I could do it, if I could commit to it and it were with all these different scenarios and variables at play, if it were worth my time, I would go all in. But um, given some of the, some of the commitments that I have, I'm not able to just block off a weekend. I'm not able to do that. One of my best friends last night um, texted me and asked me, he said, Hey man, you want to plan a trip to uh, uh, Europe or an international trip sometime in the fall? And, you know, of course, I would love to. He's one of my best friends. I would love to go on a trip internationally and enjoy the time with him. But unfortunately, I can't commit to doing that yet. And I'm willing, I'm okay with that because ultimately anything worth having is not easy and there's going to be a lot of sacrifice. And right now I'm in a stage in my life where I'm going to see the greatest return on my investment if I go all in on what's right in front of me. And then in 10 years, I can go take as many international trips as I would ever want and go with anyone and stay as long as I would like. That's mm-hmm. kind of been my philosophy. I kind of live somewhat in the extremes there. Something that I wrote in my book, and I only have started talking about it very publicly recently it's really what you're saying. It's the difference between doing the things that are easy today. P- most people do the things that are easy today and then it'll make their lives, it makes their lives a little bit harder tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but if you do the things that are harder today, your life will be a little bit easier tomorrow. It's the difference between front-loading stress and back-loading stress. Front-loading stress, doing the things that are hard today. Back-loading stress, pushing it to tomorrow. And so that's that's what I that's what I am getting from you there, and it's something that I practice all the time as well. And and listen, doing the harder things isn't really that bad, especially when you've designed your life like you and I have around things that we kind of enjoy doing. And and if it's not enjoyable, at least it's helping some people in in some way. I I've been saying as well that you know I design my life around three criteria, and that's you know, does it make me a lot of money? Do I have a lot of fun doing it? Or do I help a lot of people? If it doesn't check one of those three boxes, I don't do it. And Mm. would you say that that's that at least on a subconscious level, that's how you've been operating as well? 1000%. And I actually I'm taking notes here for all your listeners. I'm taking notes here because I I think that might be the first time I've heard you say that. And I'm going to start consciously doing that. I think I've done a good job subconsciously uh, of evaluating everything and kind of just screening everything that's thrown at me and asking, is it going to make me money? Is it going to make me happy? Or is it going to help someone else? And more often than not, if it does not check one of those three, just like you, Jordan, I I definitely opt not to do that. But you know what? I I think you did touch up on something interesting too, because there are times where uh, you want to do something that is fun and you should be chasing something that is fun that you'll enjoy in the moment. And there are times when you can purposefully kind of reverse engineer it to do something that's hard simply because it's hard. You know, I take freezing cold showers in the morning, not because I wake up and say, man, I just want to take a freezing cold shower. I'm talking ice cold. I do it because it's hard and it builds up this level of strength and that trains me for life. You know, the David Goggins talks about that. Why does he run 100 plus miles at a time is it's because he's training for life and if he if he can handle that if he can handle the adrenaline adrenaline rush of all the things that he willingly and consciously places himself into then he can handle anything that life throws at him so um i love those three 
those three questions that you ask yourself. And I absolutely, um, I, I absolutely uh, resonate with that and make sure I ask myself the same question. And you know what? It's okay if you offend people. It's okay if people are offended when you say, no, sorry, man, that's not interesting to me. I really don't think that's worth my time. You have to be okay with yeah. that. So this is a question I've never asked before. And the root of this is uh, a listener sent me something. It was a quote along the lines of, we always ask, you know, how's the the relationship? How's the, you know, do you have a house yet? Do you, do you, have you done this yet? Have you done that yet? Or how, how's this? As if life is, a, as if life is a grocery list, but we never ask, are you happy? So I am posing the question to you, Con- all things considered at the end of the day, you know, with the work that you do and with the, you know, the important work that you do and the amount of hours you work and all, like I said, all things considered relationships, are you happy? 1000% yes. I am so happy. And I hope that anyone who meets with me kind of just feels that joy, just like, just resonating off of me, right? I am so thrilled with where I am in life. I'm impressed by the environment that I've placed myself in. I impress myself, but not so much so where I get uh, complacent and I get lazy, right? I'm always pushing for more. And the fact that I keep the promises that I make to myself is part of the reason I'm so happy because I can look myself in the mirror with a clear conscience and know that I am living in alignment and in accordance with my values, my convictions, my beliefs, and I push myself every single day. And if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. You know, there is, it's like the righteous, uh, this is actually a Bible verse. I think it says the righteous are bold as a lion. It's like when you have a clear conscience, when you know that you're pushing yourself, you're doing everything that you can do, you're not compromising on your values or your integrity, then shoot, what is there not to be happy about? We live in an amazing world where everything is possible, right? So uh, I have great relationships with my family. I have great relationships with my friends. I have an amazing girlfriend. I have uh, great businesses and opportunities being handed to me left and right. And I I truly believe I am attracting those things to me. And half the time, I actually can't take all the credit for them. That's where there's, I think... A pri- you can't be prideful and grateful or thankful at the same time. You can't be because by being grateful and thankful, you are recognizing that some things that you've been given that have been placed to you or given to you, you didn't earn. You didn't deserve them, but they've been given to you. So I, I believe very strongly that I have kind of a good balance of being proud for what has been accomplished and what I'm doing, but also being super thankful and grateful for everything that I didn't earn. I didn't deserve this kind of being handed to me left and right. You touch on something, you know, you're content, but you're not complacent. And I think that's very important that because just because you are content doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean you're, you're not striving. I mean, you could strive joyfully. It's something that Brendan Burchard, uh, high performance, the author of High Performance Habits, I believe it's at the very end of his book and as one of like the most, in, uh, above all else, I think he he says it's one of the most important things in, in the book. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but regardless, I mean, he wrote about it in his amazing High Performance Habits book. And I just wanted to highlight that there. Now, in the, you know, in the, so in the last couple of months, since we've last talked, I believe we talked in January of this, uh, of 2019. And 
what are some of the things that, what new beliefs do you have? How have you changed in the past few months, if, if at all? Mm. I, I'm going to answer that in reverse. So you said, if at all, at the end there. And yeah. I, th- I think you, did, you said that on purpose. I have changed. I have evolved. And I believe that the day that I don't become better than I was yesterday is the day that I die. That's the day I lose my spark. I lose my fire. And you'll see everything in my life, my relationships, my friendships, my businesses, you'll see it start to crumble the day that happens. And I, I pray to God that never happens, right? So I'm constantly evolving and it's conscious. It's not, you don't just, I mean, there's some degree of just natural growth that just happens by being a human and, and just go, you can kind of just go through life and you can learn things left and right. But if you really want to step into the fullness of your identity, if you really want to live out your purpose, Jordan, if you really want to be the next Oprah, the next Ellen, it's not going to just be handed to you. You are going to have to chase that thing down. You're going to have to fight for it tooth and nail every single day to get what's yours. So that's, that's, that's what I believe. And I've embodied that fully. So yes, I have changed. And I think one of the biggest things is that I've realized how much more I can do. I am more confident. I'm more bold. I'm stronger. I'm more resilient. I'm willing to go through more pain than I was when you and I last spoke. And for that, I'm truly grateful and and proud. I've learned how much more effort I could be putting. So it's like, you may have heard this, a lot of these guru speakers say this, they, they speak to the room and they say, everyone, I want you to stick your hand up as high as you can. And everyone raises their hand. And then they look around the room, they say, all right, stick your hand up a little bit more. And then what happens? Everyone in the room sticks their hand up a little bit more. And they use that symbolically to communicate to the room that there is an extra mile. There's no traffic on the extra mile, and that's where your opportunity lies. And I think over the last couple of months, Jordan, I've really learned how much more I can do. I can stay up later. I can wake up earlier. I can run an extra mile. And every time I'm running, I, and this is something David Goggins says, it's, I, I want to say it's like whenever you feel like you can't do anymore, you've touched like 40% of what's actually possible. And to me, that's just a mind-blowing thought. So if I were to uh, answer your question very simply, Jordan, I think over the last couple of months, I've realized how much more I'm capable of doing. It's like every new step I climb, every little win I have, every new accomplishment that I experience, I realize, wow, I, I was so fearful of this thing. I thought it was out of touch and now I'm tasting it and I feel like I barely scratched the surface. Yeah, if at all, when I said if at all, that was a big test because we're on a show called Growth Mindset University after all. So I'm glad you recognize that and you pass a test. <laughs> we did it. It's all, growth is the name of the game. <laughs> you know, co- complacency, complacency literally leads to, you know, entire species becoming extinct. I mean, dodo birds, if you think about it, dodo birds became extinct because it never learned to fear humans. Mm. And, and there's a, and there are a couple of examples of species that I do that I did write about in my book in chapter two. So, but yeah, you, you pass, you pass the test. Yeah. Uh, Bogdan's Bogdan's a, Bogdan's a grower and and an achiever. (laughs) He's an intelligent, happy giver who strives joyfully. Fantastic. My friend. Thank you, man. Yeah. Always, always a fun time talking with you, my friend, we got to do it more often. So people can find you. Uh, at Bogdan Padua on Instagram, of course, connect with you on LinkedIn, where, which is, you know, of course, where where we had initially met months ago and signature.co for your branding consultancy and 
Most interestingly, osnap.com, as we yep. mentioned before, that check out that website and that 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 the the product for your phone. I mean, it's really sharp. I mean, I definitely get it over a pop socket. I, I'll tell you, I had a, you know, I'm just a very, I'm just very different, and I try to stay away from my phone. But um, I had a pop socket mm-hmm. uh, or whatever or whatever it's called for like a couple weeks. Yeah, and I was like. I can't do it. <laughs> the thing that we've always been saying, and I'll let I'll let you wrap up here. But all these other accessories force you to compromise on form, on function, or price. Right? They either do the job, or they're too expensive, or they look so ugly. Any business person, any professional worth their salt is not going to be caught sitting with some purple and pink pop socket on the back of their phone. That's simply not the case, right? So yours is professional. Exactly. It's sleek. It's sharp. And it people, it begs the question, what the heck is that on your phone? That looks really interesting, right? So if people want to check it out, this is the last phone accessory that you will ever need. It's magnetic. It grips, it rotates, it slides. There's not a single thing that you can't do with an Osnap and you can get it at osnap.com. You know what it reminds me of? It's, it's so sharp. It reminds me of those MVMT watches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they could just it's just sharp like that, and it's a great point. It is professional. It's for a different, it's for a different breed of 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 human being. It's 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 much like I said, much more professional yeah. and and much much higher class. It's classy. Thank you, thank <laughs> and it's, you, and, man. It and it doesn't look cheap. You know, it's it's I, great. I appreciate that. And if any of your viewers, I mean, like you said, signature.co is where you can find our full uh, service agency. I'm at Bogdan Padua pretty much everywhere online. If you are maybe a student, you're looking to land a job, or if you have a small to mid-sized business and you want more leads, then I would direct you not to signature.co, but actually to getmemeetings.com. That's where we'll be able to support you most. And obviously I'm, I'm super accessible on social as well. And I'm always looking for ways to serve. Fantastic. Yes. My friends, this is someone who dropped out to pursue their dreams and he's doing it in a fantastic way and he's getting big time results. Uh, we'd be foolish not to take him up on the help that he is offering. And I mean, it's why I bring him back on. I, as soon as, as soon as the first interview ended, I was like, I got to get you back on. And I booked him again a week later. <laughs> I sat on the schedule and like, and here he is back again. And it has been successful Bogdan, I don't believe that I asked you this question last time, mm. and the final question, and it is, if you could teach a course at a university, a course of your creation or otherwise, what would it be? I would teach people a few things. I would teach them how to read, how to write, how to speak, and how to think. I think if you can learn those four things, and that's something that's learned. It's not innately within you, right? Those are, those are learned skills. If you can learn how to read, how to write, how to speak, and how to think, I believe you can thrive in pretty much any environment. I think the reason we're seeing students fail in the marketplace is because they're missing one of those four things. They either can have gotten great at consuming information and they've gotten great at thinking, but when they sit down in front of an interview, they're stuttering, they're fumbling over their words and they can't communicate their ideas. The people who we're seeing win in every sphere of influence in every industry, more often than not, are people who've learned how to think, how to write, how to read and how to speak. You know, I'm getting those out of order there, but if you can learn how to do those things, which I think I've learned how to do over time, I was not born with it. This is not something that was a skill of mine when I was growing up, but I made a commitment to it. And if I could 
speak in front of college students, if I could speak at a university, I would speak to those four things. Mic drop. Bogdan, you are the man. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for having me on. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this one today, I would really appreciate it if you could leave us a quick five-star rating in iTunes. All you have to do is grab your iPhone or iPad, open up the Apple Podcast app, hit the search tab, search the show Growth Mindset University, or just search my name, Jordan Paris, tap the show, scroll all the way to the bottom, and then just hit that fifth star, and that helps us tremendously in ways that you could never even imagine. It means the absolute world to me when people do this. I would be eternally grateful if you do that. We're pushing 100 ratings right now, and it's really making a difference for this show. And of course, if you've not already subscribed to the show, just make sure you do that wherever you're listening to so that you don't miss that next episode. I know you're not going to want to miss it. And you only heard this episode today because I thought it was valuable enough to post here. So if you want to share that value with your friends, your family, go ahead and do that. Share this episode with them. Take a screenshot. Send it to them. Take a screenshot. Put it on your Instagram story and tag me at J underscore Paris underscore so that I know you're listening and I can get back to you and put a face to the name. Now, if you're ready to really take your life to the next level, My book is on Amazon. It is also called Growth Mindset University. It's all about how to learn anything, how to take control of your life, and how to fulfill your vision of success. And you're not just supporting me and this channel by getting this book, but you're also getting this awesome book that's going to lay out the rules and principles to design your life full of joy and fulfillment. All right. I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count, live to learn, and grow to give.